All right, welcome to the Shout Out Miami podcast. We hope it'll become a part of your daily routine because in just 15 minutes a day, you'll learn two life lessons, one for your personal life and one for your professional life from some of the brightest, most inspiring entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives in town. All right, so today on the pod, we've got the brilliant and insightful Kenny Calderon, comic artist, illustrator, designer, and there is so much to learn from Kenny. And so although he's primarily known as a comic artist, he is very diverse as an artist. And his father told him as a kid that it was important not to place yourself in a box, master skill, but add others to your repertoire. And so, you know, be all things to all people. And he didn't realize it at first, but his dad was already mentally preparing him to have an entrepreneurial mindset accompanied by a strong work ethic. And so we'd love to hear about more of that, Kenny, along with the rest of your story and kind of journey of how you got to where you are today. So maybe that's a, that's a nice place for us to start before we jump into some of the lessons that you've learned. Thank you so much for that intro. <laughs> it's uh, very humbling and very kind. I think what my father was trying to do very early on was show me uh, how to be self-sustaining as an adult. My father was a was a was the neighborhood mechanic. He was an auto mechanic, and you know he was able to maintain a a faithful clientele base for decades, right? And a lot of the practices that he used, that he implemented himself, right, that I, like, witnessed growing up as a child are a lot of the same, the same practices that I, that I use today. You know, the auto industry was evolving, and I think it, it, it would evolve with, with new technology, what felt like every year. Right. And I and I distinctly remember my father sitting in the living room with these enormous uh, books, you know, that talked about, you know, new technology that's being implemented into into the cars around that time. We're, 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 you know, I'm talking about the 80s. Right. Uh, new things, you know, as cars were evolving and they were becoming more electrical and relying more so on sensors and electrical components, you know, he needed to stay up to date with that. Right. Aside from that, he, he maintained a really good reputation, you know, with his clientele base, you know, there, he's got, he had clients that, that watched my sister and I grow up. You know, so having the strong work ethic, you know, my father hardly ever took any days off, but he still managed to make time for, for me, for, for me and my sister and such, um, having the strong work ethic, like I mentioned, and being able to, being able to offer multiple services to your clientele base you know, is what I, what I've seen, you know, uh, helped him maintain and support, you know, a family of four, uh, for, for decades, you know, up and up until his passing. So, you know, in, in the same, in the, using those same principles, just applying them to a creative industry, Right. 
I'm constantly teaching myself new things, right? New things that I can offer my clientele base. You know, um, I'm a, I'm a self-taught artist, right? I've been in love with comics since, since middle school. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to show my age, but you know, this predates internet, it predates YouTube and so forth. But, you know, so a lot of, a lot of the techniques and, and things that I, that I've learned, I learned through pure experiment, experimentation in my room. Right. And, uh, also reading up on Da Vinci, Da Vinci was like my, my go-to right with regard to comic art and you know just exploring different art styles and so forth you know um creatively i i would take certain elements that i that i would see in other artists or or techniques that i would see other artists uh use in their work and implement it into my own you know, it, it would, it would be become a part of like my overall art style. Right. Um, and ultimately, you know, I, I built an audience after I moved to Florida from New York. Um, I did a lot of networking <laughs> and, you know, uh, you know, just maintaining my, my clientele base, you know, a lot like how my father did. I, I try to keep a good reputation, you know, uh, offer many different services, creative services, rather, you know, everything from logos to, to book illustrations, cover art, etc. Right. And being able to keep up with, uh, the latest mediums, like, you know, doing digital art, doing digital color and so forth, you know, digital lettering, you know, being able to offer those things, you know, sort of opens up more revenue streams, you know, so, so it is possible to be self-sustaining in, a, in the creative field. All right. Thank you for sharing your story. And I don't want to interrupt too much. Like we shared earlier, this podcast is all about us getting out of the way to give you a chance to share two gems of wisdom, lessons that you've learned, one lesson from your professional life, one lesson from your personal life. And so let's start with your professional life lesson. Um, If you can share one lesson with us and give us all the fun details of the story about how you learned that lesson. The most important lesson that I've learned and that I would uh, convey to to other creatives is to maintain a good reputation. And I think, I, I, and and outside of the creative industry, I think that it would apply to everyone. You know, blue collar, white collar, regardless of whatever career path you've taken or uh, industry that you work in. Right? Uh, if you have a good reputation more people will, will be inclined to collaborating with you, working with you. Um, opportunities, more opportunities will come your way. You know, it's, it's the same as, you know, walking into a bank with uh, uh, a credit score that's over 700, you know, they'll be more inclined to, to give, to giving you what you're asking for. Right. And, that's that's 
come by way of a lot of the folly that I've seen around me, right? Not to me per se, but, you know, people that used to be in my social circles, you know, that have put the money first, you know, or their egos first, you know, fast money is gone just as fast as you make it. You know what I mean? And then you're back to square one, you know, uh, the egos and, and putting financial gain first, right? That's, it's very short-sighted, right? In any long-lasting profession, right? You want to play the long game. You want to uh, b- view things from, from a different vantage point. Like, you want to you see the big picture, Right? You don't want to think about what's going to happen tomorrow. You want to think about what's going to happen a, a month from now, six months from now, or a year from now, right? The sustainability, right? So it's always been a philosophy of mine that everything that I do, I do it for the respect, right? Not for the money. The money's good. The money will come, you know, but I do it for the respect because people respect you people and, and you got a good reputation. People are more willing to work with you. Like I mentioned, you know, I want people to be able to look at my work or my, or the body of work and say, man, that was Kenny Calderon. He was a good guy, you know, cause that just, that just, it not only raises the value of the body of work, but it also raises the, your value as an individual, you know? All right, so we appreciate you sharing that, and let's move on to the personal lesson. What's the story behind how you learned a uh, meaningful lesson relevant to your personal life? I think that the biggest and and probably the most important life lesson that uh, that I've learned has has been overcoming my pride. Right. My pride used to get in the way of a lot of things. And I think in, in some cases it may have blocked a few a few of the blessings that, that came my way. And with regard to my pride, I think that the moment that opened up my eyes to how how detrimental that pride, uh, that, that pride was for me was, uh, when my, my dad passed away shortly before I, I left New York to move to Florida, my father and I had a falling out and, um, you know, in, in the time frame between my traveling to Florida and his death, I refused to call him for like, you know, even Father's Day or um, his birthday. I just refused to, to have any contact with him. And even even shortly before I left New York, you know, that I would run into him in the street that, you know, my, my parents had split up and um he was living in another part of the neighborhood uh, in comparison to where we were. I'd see him in the street and, you know, I'd walk right past him as if I didn't know him. Like that's how, that's how deep it was. Right. 
And my pride kept me from making amends with him. You know, I was, I was stubborn and, and, you know, and even then before his death, I I felt a little guilty about how I was treating him because, you know, he's, he's always been in my life, you know, and a lot of the life lessons that I've learned or, or a lot of the life lessons that he's taught me, right. Very early on, you know, I use today, even, even now that I'm a father myself. Right. So it was a Saturday morning and the night before I had gone out with some friends and man, I had like the best night the best that Saturday morning I get a phone call from my mom unexpectedly and and I'll never forget her words right she she said she said Kenny are you awake Kenny are you up and I replied yeah I'm 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 awake I'm awake she had just you know woken me up and such and she says look I'm going to call you later, but I'm calling to let you know that your father just passed away. Okay. I'm getting some details now. I'll call you later when I know more. And she hung up. And for, for like 30 seconds, I I tried to figure out if I was dreaming or if it was really happening. And... Man, like in 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 that instant, in that very instant, I thought of every time my sister like tried to get me to talk to my dad, or or like in, would encourage me to call him for Father's Day or or his birthday. And you know, even to this day, my father passed away, and like. 2003 or 2004 even to this day in 2021 all right i still carry that guilt with me and it was in it it, and it was through that experience that i i learned to set my pride aside you know it, it's not it's not perfect right like it, it's 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 never gonna it's never gonna go away in its entirety right you're still gonna be prideful about certain things and you know but you learn to to take 30 seconds to really think about you know is is letting your pride getting like getting get in the way of this particular situation regardless of whatever it is you know worth it you know what I mean? Like you, you, you learn to become more aware of it. And man, it's that it, it, it was that moment that like really, really showed me just how, how horrible one's pride can be. 
you know, and, and it's, and it, and it showed me, it showed me like just how big of an obstacle it could be, you know, like how, 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 how detrimental it could be to relationships or, or opportunities. And it's, you know, and, and the guilt is something that like, I couldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on anyone, you know, if anything, it's, it's made me, I guess, hypersensitive to my relationship with my son you know, and, and my relationship with my fiance, you know, no relationship is going to be perfect, right? You're going to bicker, you're going to, you know, have your, your moments where you argue and such, but, you know, pride should never, ever be a factor in those relationships simply because it's, it's like injecting poison into into those relationships you know it, it it was like i i like i learned that communication for sure is key you know with that situation concerning my father and you know after my dad passed it it brought my sister and i closer together you know it made it made me more um, aware of um, how to handle arguments and just you know just difficult moments with with uh, with my significant others. You know, pride pride can pride is it's a it's a lot bigger or I guess a lot more substantial than than people give it credit for like it's it's like it's it it could be a big deal you know if you if you take it for granted all right well thank you so much for joining us today we really appreciate you sharing all those uh thoughts and the wisdom and stories and all that it, it was really great and um i'm sure there's a ton of people who are thinking you know how do i get in touch uh, what, what's the best way to stay connected etc so if you have um you know a, a, any sort of contact info or websites social media profiles etc that you'd like to share with the audience um let us know absolutely i mean you know it, it's been a pleasure you know you having me uh, I can be I can be reached uh, via two of my Instagram pages uh, at wild w i l d underscore inks i n x underscore ken, which is my my direct Instagram, uh, or I can be reached via my studio page, which is wild underscore inks underscore studios with a z. Uh, Wilding Studios on Facebook and uh, info.wildinks W-I-L-D-I-N-X at gmail.com Folks, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us and we hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, take care. Please subscribe. Leave a review. And support our guests or other small businesses, artists, and creatives in the community.